welcome back to another episode of an extra dose podcast we are samantha and alexis bellbell of a doubledose.com and obviously alexis at alexis.bellbell and at samantha bellbell on instagram if you guys are new but i'm sure a lot of you guys know us already so this is just like another extension of our everyday speeches not speeches but our everyday communication with you guys i hope it's not speeches well sometimes i go and rants on my stories but not rants but i talk a lot more than other days like some days i literally don't ever post my face i'm off my phone and then like just posting random That's today. stuff and then today. um and then other days i'm like on it a lot so that's why yeah well, I'm sure you guys, hopefully some of you guys, some of the stuff has started to open by you guys. It started open here in Dallas, and we've just been still on the grind. Honestly, like we've said in other podcasts, I mean, things have, with brands and stuff, things have gone postponed, like with work and stuff, but our day-to-day life, with the exception of like workouts, appointments, stuff like that, and like obviously not seeing our friends a lot, um, obviously during the quarantine, and then just being, you know, at home so much. Like our day to day life, it didn't change a lot. Like I know, I'm sure it changed for a lot of you guys. So they, I mean, that pretty much was the same. So it wasn't like a huge shock to like our life, our system, I guess, in terms of that. But we've been keeping busy with work, and we're actually working on an updated supplement routine because a lot of the stuff we still take is in that supplement routine, but I know I direct a lot of you guys there, and there's some new ones that we take, and then some that, like, I've gotten kind of lazy with that I should be taking, but I, like, don't do it a lot. And, like, spirulina, I can think of a few on my hand. That, yeah. like, spirulina is, like, one that I used to do all the time when I first started going plant-based, and now it's, like, I should be doing it, but it doesn't taste the best, and I don't make a ton of smoothies a lot, so I, like, don't really do that one a lot. But that's, like, an example because I remember you guys have been messaging me. But on that note... There's one that I like want to add into that list, and that is the Propolis Throat Soap by Beekeepers Naturals. And if you haven't checked their stuff out, we, Alexa and I, love their stuff because everything is super natural. Like the, the Propolis Throat Spray that I was talking about, they it's only made with three ingredients, and you can spray it in your mouth really easily. It's portable. We take it all the time when we're traveling. I take it at home, and it's great for immunity, and it... It just they have other products like bee pollen that we put on our well blueberries and almond milk. So love all their stuff, love what they're about. And if you guys want to check it out, you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash double dose, D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E. And that will give you 15% off their entire site, the throat spray, the bee pollen we were talking about. They have some amazing honey, all great stuff for immunity, and it tastes great on top of food. So definitely check theirs out, and we're excited to have them partner on this episode with us. So today, we're going to be talking about, I know if you guys listened to our previous episode, we kind of shared about our quarantine beauty routine and kind of some of the stuff that we've been trying out during this, well, our quarantine's kind of coming to an end, but... You know, we talked about different things like that you can do at home with your lashes, with your hair, with your tanning, all that kind of stuff. So be sure to listen to that episode if you haven't yet because we gave a lot of tips and stuff that we've been using. But today we thought we'd share um, kind of what we're doing now, which is Sam put her lash extensions back on. I decided since I've been using the lash serum that I talked about in the last episode that I was like, well, actually, I'm going to cancel my lash extension appointment and just delay it maybe. And I thought, while my lashes are bare, I would try a lash lift. And I actually did that the other day. And 
I thought I'd share kind of my experience and what the difference is between the two in case maybe you guys have had lash extensions, maybe you've heard of them, you don't know what they are, you don't know what a lash lift is. So I was going to just talk about what the differences are, how the process works for each, and my experience. So well, I will say, I was like, we were both on the fence. We, this is we like, vacillated. I we, think I said, no, I said this in oh, the previous episode. Previous episode that we, we, so this went on for like days after that. You would have thought that we had nothing else to worry about in our life. Like no one else, like nothing else mattered. And it's like pathetic because we definitely had other things to worry about. But I, we were so caught up on like what, what we should do. Like we said in the last episode and we made our appointments and then we like didn't know what to do. And then I was like, oh, I, every time I put mascara on, I was like, oh, maybe I should cancel it. <laughs> maybe I should do it. No, but they look so good. And then I would just like go and it's back so and funny forth. because when this quarantine started, we were like going crazy. I was flipping out that I was missing so many lashes. And now that I look back on like the videos I was posting, like I had taken a makeup video. I didn't, or no, maybe that was like another time, but still, my lashes were kind of like disappearing and they still looked super full, but I know. to your own So obviously, eye. I went and got them done and I, the problem with mine is I have, I have a ton of natural lashes or so that's what I hear. Um, I'm not like an expert in lash extensions, but I know because my mom gets hers done and mine look nothing like hers. We go to the same person and mine look completely different. You guys can probably see my, like in my updated videos, you'll see that they look, they're super full. And I'm kind of wanting to go back to like a more natural look, but it's kind of hard with the way my lashes are because I get the volume ones and because I have so many natural lashes, it's really hard to get them to look like in that, in that area. So I got them done. They're really full right now, but I'm hoping like, I'm going to try to see what happens when they start falling out, which is like so funny to say because before I'd go crazy, I was like losing some, but I want to go more to like a natural route. So I don't know if I'll switch the way I'm doing them or how I'm doing it. Or I may just go to what Alexis is doing. I kind of like, we both kind of did one in one so we could like kind of test out what we thought, what we'd like better. I do. I will say after going through the quarantine, I like the more natural look. So this super full look that you'll see me sporting in my stories now, I like kind of want to go back to like a more natural look. So we'll see. I'm going to kind of play by ear and see like what I want to change. And I'll keep you guys updated because I know I had a lot of you guys during the quarantine saying, what are you doing about your lashes? So like this is what Alexis is doing. This is what I'm doing. We kind of decided to do it on purpose to kind of test out what we liked and see what we liked better. So we could kind of um, see yeah, what option. So if you guys are not are new to both lash extensions and lash, lash lifts, they both enhance your eyelashes. So the difference, the main difference between the two is obviously an eyelash extension is what we had for like four years or what I had for four years. And basically you just, they, in this appointment, it's a two hour, usually, well, if you get, for, if you're ever getting lashes at your first, very first appointment ever getting lash extensions, you'll go in, it'll take two to three hours and they'll basically glue an eyelash extension on the base of your eye, all, all your natural lashes. There's, not to go into too much detail, but there's two plus ways you can get them, like two, two plus, um, what's the word, like styles you can get. So there's classic and there's like volume. Some people call it Russian volume. Some call it like mega something. And there know. could be like if you go to like a random, like if you're not going to like where we go or something, they'll have like many different names. They'll have lots mink, of options. They'll have mink ones. Yeah. They have all there's different There's lots kinds. of options. Ours so are synthetic. All is the basic, basically the same result is that you're getting, a, your lashes look dramatically longer and curled all the time. So with the lash extensions, we always have had the volume ones, I think. At least for like the last yeah. couple of years. I think, I don't think I, well, maybe I had classic at the very beginning. Yeah. And then we switched so to volume. So I like the volume because it gives you more of like, well, it gives you more of a, like a more 
dramatic look. Not like super, not like you're wearing false lashes. Well, that's what I was saying. Like on my mom, like if you have very fine lashes and you, you can tell that you don't have, they're not like really, um, like you have a lot of, uh, like wide ones, like a lot of base on your. We have big lashes. eyes. To be yeah, if you have small eyes. Like I know my mom has smaller eyes and just shorter, like thinner eyelashes, more fine or finer, whatever I'm trying to say. I don't think if you get volume, they'll look completely different on you. Like they look different on every person. They so, look more dramatic. Like a classic is basically like your eyelashes, but longer. And so basically, they glue one eyelash per eyelash. With the volume, it's two to three eyelashes, I think, per eyelash per your regular eyelash. So you get a fuller, more fan-like look. But like I said, Sam and I have a lot of eyelashes, natural lashes. So when they glue them on, it's just very full. So um, that's basically the process. It takes, like I said, you're getting going the very first time. It takes two to three hours. They'll, you'll have your eyes you'll lay on a bed. You'll have your eyes closed. And they'll just um, glue, glue each eyelash. And it's almost it's like very relaxing to me. But I don't get anxiety about people putting stuff on my eyes. So... Your eyes are pretty much shut, so it's not like you feel like you're getting an eye surgery and you feel, you see them. They're not, like, your tools. eyes aren't open, yeah. Your, your eyes are closed, and um, they have little pads underneath your eyes, so, like, you're not, they're, it's kind of like if you've ever put um, a last strip on, that's how it feels. They're not putting, like, tools right into your eye where you see it, yeah. your eyes are shut. So, that's how it works, and then, usually, depending on if you get the classic ones or the volume lashes, you'll go every two, anywhere from two to four weeks excuse me, to get them filled in. So your lashes shed. And so when the extensions fall out, they usually fall out with your natural lash, which is totally normal. You're going to, you lo- you shed lashes all the time. So you'll go back every two to four weeks to get them filled in and they'll just like fill in where once came off. And that usually takes like an hour appointment. So it is a little bit of a dedication and time. And that's kind of like the de- the con to it. But the, the pros are that you can wake up, literally wake up. You don't have to curl your lashes. You don't need to wear mascara. I never wear mascara. I can just wake up and look like ready. You don't have to worry about anything. So that's kind of nice on that aspect. And then um, just obviously like having like having look like you're wearing eye, you kind of looks like you're wearing eyeliner too because it's like the base is so so dark. Yeah, like when I put mine on, it's like yeah, you don't. You, I raise when I do when they all fell off, or now that Alexis doesn't have it to achieve a similar look. You definitely like. I'm so used to not wearing. I don't wear any eye makeup really, unless I'm like for some reason I want to put eyeshadow on. I never wear eyeliner. I don't do anything like that, and you don't realize until you don't have them on how much of an effect it makes. For like, you don't really need eye makeup, so you want something that's very low maintenance. You just get up in the morning. You just literally like I was telling Alexis on the other day when I ran errands with Taylor, and I. You know, if I was, I would have probably just not worn any makeup anyway. But I, the fact that I had eyelashes, I like woke up and I felt like I was like ready to go. I just put tinted moisturizer on and yeah. that was it. Where I feel like I would have had to curl my eyelashes, maybe put a little mascara on just to feel like more like the same kind of level. So that's kind of like lash extensions. Oh, the cost is another thing. It depends on the place you go to, but you could be paying anywhere for, for the first time, anywhere from like 200 plus. Well, for volume. For volume, classic is less, but you're it's, it's gonna require still. it's gonna require more maintenance in between. Cause volume, yeah. you go like you can go anywhere from like two to three weeks for a fill or more, two to four probably. And a classic is probably I would say the maximum is like two weeks because your lashes all fall out and you have like a bunch of gaps. With the volume, you're, they're like fuller to start, so hopefully that makes sense. So with a lash lift, this is where I decided I was gonna do it. I've had friends that have done it. In years ago but I always had my extensions on and I liked that fuller look now being like in this quarantine where all of them came out and I kind of got used to like the very natural look um, I decided why not try a lash lift just because 
they're already, like I said, they're already bare. So anything will look better. So I did the other day, like I said, basically what it is is they basically just lift, like perm your eyelashes curled. So it's in your natural lashes. They're not putting any kind of extension on. They're just literally lifting and curling what you already have. So you probably know if you guys don't have anything on your eyelashes, you probably use an eyelash curler, which that obviously curls your lashes. But the downside to the lash curlers is that they don't, they curl like for a little bit and then they kind of fall flat. And if you're someone who has flat lashes to begin with, you probably know that a lash curler doesn't really help you that much anyway. And well, it does, but like you were saying, it falls It kind of dies down and it doesn't last very long. And like also using a lash curler, I feel like I can get really aggressive and it really damages your it lashes. Break it breaks them. You'll probably notice that your lashes get really short. This happened to me like years ago before we got extensions. So you'll have breakage and you'll be like, why do my eyelashes look so stubby? It's because the lash curler, it's very hard on your lashes. So you want to make sure using, like we said in the other episode last time, was that you want to use like some kind of serum or conditioner to make your lashes stronger and just thicker. But so the lash lift, so like I said, they're basically enhancing what you already have. Price-wise, it's a little bit less and you only have to go, they say between five to 10 weeks. So I think the lady who did mine, she recommended coming every seven weeks. She said after five weeks, it'll kind of start looking more flat, but that she recommends waiting like two weeks to kind of give your lashes a break because it's like perming your hair. You don't want to, oh, it can dry your hair out. So she's like, you really want to make sure you're conditioning them and during that period so they can like recover. Not that it's horrible, but anytime you're putting chemical on your anywhere on your body, like your lashes, it's never like the best for them. But I mean, mascara is chemical too. You just take it off. So another thing I want to mention, someone was asking me like the difference between if you have a lot of eye allergies, which one's better? What I read online, like I don't have a lot of eye allergies. I'm not very sensitive, but what I read online is that the extensions can be a little harder just because if you have allergies because the glue is so close to your lash line where this perm, it's like they're putting, are they saying like allergies like outside or like if you're allergic to like chemicals? I think like you're sensitive to chemicals. Oh, okay. But like you're, um, when they do the lash lift, they do, basically the process is, they, you have your eyes closed also, they cleanse your lashes, then they put these shields on, it's kind of like some adhesive, I don't know how to explain it, but if you Google it, you'll see what I'm talking about. They put something on your eyes, and then they put the solution to perm it, and you only have the perm on for like, I think it's like six or eight minutes or something pretty short, because if you leave it too long, it'll like fry your eyelashes. So make sure you go to someone good that has good reviews, you don't want to mess up your eyelash, your natural lashes, and they leave the solution on, and then they take it off, and they cleanse them and they're like permed you can also opt for a tint I didn't do the tint but it will just make your eyelashes look like you have mascara on like it's a little bit darker especially like blonde hair you kind of want to you probably want to tint them and so you do that process the whole appointment probably takes anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and that's just because they have to cleanse them they have to like apply all the stuff and then like you wait and then they cleanse them again and then obviously they're taking like before and after photos so the whole thing I think takes like an hour but you, like I said, you go every five to eight weeks and the price is a little bit less. Like I paid around a hundred dollars for mine and it's pretty comparable to like a lash fill. It's a little bit more than a lash fill, but you obviously go a lot longer. So, uh, obviously the downsides are that it's not as a dramatic look. Like if I was getting married or I had like, like I wanted to look like I had more makeup on, I would probably do the lash extensions, but the lash lift is good for every day, a more natural look. And you can also wear mascara on top. I haven't put it on yet because you're supposed to do, I think mine's been more than, been longer than that already, but 
after the first 24 hours, you have to be very careful with them because there's the perm is setting still, so you cannot get your eyelashes wet at all, no steam, you cannot shower, you can't work out, nothing that will make them get wet. So you really have to be careful that you don't do anything the first 24 hours. And also when you're sleeping, they say to recommend they don't that you don't smush them or sleep on your face or what anything you like do? that. I slept on my side, but like I don't touch them. Wow. Like you know, like I can feel that I'm not touching my eyelashes. Yeah. I don't. I'm very like I don't. I don't get very like rough. So I can't. I have a hard time. I think you kind of learn that with like extension. Well, I will say we both took our extent since obviously they fell off during this quarantine. I'm so used to rubbing my eyes now, and like I feel like I rubbed them a little bit before, but not like aggressively. Like really rub them. Like if your eyes itching, and then when I got them on. I'm like I was not used to doing that. I've gotten used to it again, but that's what I was saying. When we've, I think we're used to sleeping a certain way that you don't mess them up. But you're not like really rough with them. But yeah, you want to be really careful. And um, and I will say the the comparing the the aftercare for eyelashes extensions. You don't. There's nothing like 24 hours. You don't have to wait because the glue. Set, well, I mean, it depends what the glue. Using. Yeah, I guess it depends on the glue. But for the one I go to, the glue is like like if you have some kind of a reaction, it kind of takes 24 hours. Like it could be. It's kind of like it's dry, but like you can shower and stuff. But it could be like during that 24 hours it, you could get more of a reaction but it's not like where you can't shower or anything like that for at least for the glue I get put on um whereas like obviously the the lift is a little bit different and with the extensions you want to make sure you're cleaning them sometimes they're not the best at it but especially if you're with or without makeup but especially like people that are wearing a lot of eye makeup or if you get really bad allergies from the outside that's what I was asking you want to make sure you clean because there's been times that I like I can tell I'm getting more allergies or your eyes are watering more and you'll get like all this, I mean, not horrible buildup, but you definitely don't want to like leave it in there because you can also get like gross bacteria, who knows, growing in yeah. there because they're like these things blown on your eyes. You want to make sure you're brushing them every day and you clean them. Um, there's certain ways you can clean it. You can Google how to clean it if you guys are like yeah. looking into extensions. And then for both appointments, you want to go to the appointment with no makeup on, Definitely no eye makeup or mascara, especially for the lash lift. You don't want to have anything. I mean, same for the extensions, but... Did you wear contacts? No, I, I took the case with me and I took them out um, for the appointment. They have you take them out because I think they're just putting too much stuff on your eyelashes and, um, and your eyes are like all taped up really weird. So not weird, but like it's different than extension. So I didn't think it doesn't hurt someone. I want to know if it hurts. It doesn't hurt at all. I think that it's... I mean, it's they're both pretty easy, but... Um, also they recommend don't drink any caffeine or any stimulants because oh. your eyes will be fluttering everywhere and it's really hard for them to work. I don't drink caffeine, so it's not a problem I feel like when me. we first got our eyelashes, I definitely drank caffeine. They probably were going everywhere. Yeah. And so that's basically the summary of both. Um, I think honestly, like it just depends what look you're going for. I'm going to see, I haven't put mascara on yet. I'm going to see how it yeah, looks. I'm curious to see how they look with the mascara. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have any other questions Feel free to send them in. I'm going to answer some of my stories as well. So in case you guys have more or you feel like anything. But basically, also, I just remember another question about the irritation. I know Sam can speak better on this than I can about the eye irritation. Yeah. I would say my tip of advice is, so a little backstory. I had, I've had last, ex- last extensions for probably over four years now, you know, more than that probably like five years but last year I had a horrible reaction and from what people have told me online it can happen like randomly you can just get all of a sudden your body just I think it's like the toxins and the glue or whatever it is I mean it's not the best for you just like any eyelash glue or anything you're using so I feel like if you're having some kind of reaction either you could be allergic to what's in the product or I think for me like I wasn't allergic to it I think I just had I was going through a bunch of health issues and I think from what I read like if you have a lot of toxic like toxin buildup in your body 
it could be anything I was using. Like if it could be like anything, let's say I just decided to put on like a cream that had a lot of like not the best natural lotion that could have made me like get a huge rash or something. It was just that it's very close, you know, it was on my skin and I was already having like sensitivities already. So it was like last February, I went for my lash fill and it was kind of happening like a buildup of like a couple months. I would get, I would I would put the lashes on, get my fill, and then my eyes would, like, 24 hours later, that's what I was saying, they would start getting kind of red under my eyes and on my eyelids, like, itchy, like, kind of like I was having allergies, and then I'd put, like, cortisone cream or something, and it would, like, be fine, but then it kept happening for, like, a couple months, and I would just, like, keep doing it, which is, like, so bad, and then I got to February of last year, and they, my eyes, I woke up, they, like, blew up, like, I used a clear glue instead, because I was like, oh, maybe that'll be better, they did a clear glue on me, and my eyes, like, blew up, and so I wanted to take the lashes off, like, you know, they put an, another chemical on there to take it off, but they were worried about putting that on there, because they didn't know if I was going to, like, react even more to that, because it had, like, gone away a little bit, so I just decided to keep them on, and I let them fall off, and then I didn't have any lashes on for, like, a month, so... And then I put them back on. <laughs> but, um, so if you have some kind of reaction to that, I would recommend not doing it. I know there's, like, people take Benadryl. They take allergy medicine. They put hydrocortisone uh, cream on there. I mean, you could try all those options. But, I mean, if you keep getting reactions, it's probably something that you need to, like, wait a little bit and let your body reset. Or it might be something you're not going to be able to do, unfortunately. So during that time, I couldn't even use any lash serums or put, like, lash extensions on because my eyes were, like, so sensitive. The skin around it, I was getting, like, eczema. It was just, like, a mess. So... I would recommend, like, if you have those kind of issues, I wouldn't recommend doing it or at least taking a break. And I'm sure it's true for the lash look just because it's not chemicals, like, all the time. But, like, when Alexis went the other day, it's like they're definitely putting a lot of chemicals in your eyes. So, you know, to, obviously to do the perm. So it's definitely something if you feel like you have sensitivity. I mean, you could try it. But I think some places offer, like, a little patch test, too, just to see before yeah. they do your whole eye. Because I've seen people that have messaged me on Instagram just getting the extensions. Their eyes, like, will keep blowing up. And it's, like, it's like scary because you're, like, what did I do? Yeah. So de- those are definitely things to keep and in mind. And another thing that I just remembered is someone wanted to know if you can use the serum. And I also asked her. So they don't recommend using the eyelash serums when you have a the eyelash lift the, or the perm, whatever, because they said it's just too many chemicals on your eyes at one time. But once it starts, like, after, like, week four – like week five, you can start using the serums again and conditioning your lashes and adding, they recommend adding a little bit of oil to them, like at the tips, just to like moisturize them before you put the, do the lift again. Or same with extensions. If you ever take a break, they recommend using the serum and stuff to like, that's what I did to like get them healthier. So that's basically, but again, if you guys have any questions, just feel free to message me and I can answer whatever I know. Okay, so now we're going to jump into hair. So we're going to share, we're going to start off with some of our favorite hair tools that we use. And then we're going to go into um, a a question that a reader asked, which was the difference between ceramic and titanium. titanium. So some of our favorites are, obviously, we've shared before, but the T3 curling iron, we use that one. I love the one that you can change out the barrels. There's one that's already like attached and you don't change it. They sometimes sell that one at Costco actually, or they have sales on their website all the time. So the one that we have that I use the most is the one that you can change out the iron. So we have not the barrel, but we have that ones that are actually the curling iron with the clasp. And we probably use, I think we use the one inch most of the time just because we want a tighter curl. 
Especially if you don't if have you have, extensions. If you have longer hair yeah. or thicker hair, you could do. Yeah, but even if it's thinner, you'd probably want to do the tighter curls. I used to curls. do the one and a half. Yeah, I went in a quarter. Extensions. I'm saying I used to do one and yeah, a quarter with my with longer With extensions, hair. you could do the one and a quarter. But if you have shorter hair or like finer hair, you're going to want a tighter curl because it'll hold longer. So you can change that barrel out. And then they have the one that's just the wand, the wand which is also an option, but we use the clasp more. And then T3 also makes a hair dryer. Our mom has it, and I use it all the time when I'm at I think her. it's the it's the Cura or Cura. It's C-U-R-A. And we'll link it in the show okay. notes. So that's an option. Babilis, I think is how you pronounce it. They have great products. They are titanium, so we'll talk about that in a second. But they have a great hair dryer, affordable. Their curling iron is amazing. Our hairstylist used to use it, and so you know you're getting good quality products. They have... Curling iron, straightener, and for the curling iron, we have both the one inch and the one and a quarter. So they sell those both like on Amazon and Target, I mean not Target, Walmart and a bunch of other places. So that's a great option. And then I don't know if you want to share more. There's some other, the Revlon one we've shared before. So it's a Revlon, I think it's called the One Step Volumizer Hair Dryer. So it's basically a round brush combined into a dryer. So I love it. It gives really great blowouts. I think we shared it in the last episode or the episode before as one of our favorites, but it's great for giving yourself like an at-home blowout. I will say it gets a little hot. Like you realize that when I don't have extensions anymore, it dries your hair super quickly and it makes it really smooth and like looks like a professional blowout or at least gets it like smooth. Even if it's not like completely like a blowout, it's great for if you're going to go curl it or you just want to like dry it at night and make it look presentable. Um, it's usually like pretty affordable. Like I think under 60 or less, sometimes they're less. I think it's like 50. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking on Ulta oh. not 60, but they have them on Amazon, Target, sometimes they're a sale. So that one's great. I also saw that they make like a paddle brush version. So if you prefer something like that, it's in combined with the heat. So it's great just to smooth it out. If you have like your arms get tired, you can smooth it out together. And then Dyson makes a dryer if you guys haven't seen it. It's really good. It's definitely on the pricier side. So... There's a lot of, like we said, there's a lot of other options if that's not really in your budget, but it is really good. It's lightweight, and I love the diffuser on there because it's really flat, and you can put different ones on there, and they sell them like, they sell them all over Nordstrom's, Ulta, a lot of places. And, and another, I, they also it, have the hair No, lot. but as I was gonna say, the cool thing that about that one is that it senses when it, your hair, when it gets too hot, and it tells you, I think, it lets you know some way that it gets too hot. Yeah, and it comes in really cool colors. They have one that's like pink, and they have like different ones. Sometimes around the holidays, they have get different gift sets, so... Great options for gifts, too, if you're looking for that as well. And then now we're going to jump into the titanium versus ceramic that I was talking about. So basically, the gist of it is I think they're all great options, and I think I've had both at one point or another. But basically, it comes down to kind of like what your hair type is. So if you have very fine hair um, and you don't really need to straighten a lot, it's pretty much already straight. Ceramic is probably the best option just because it's um, it affects the heat is distributed evenly across the plates and therefore it's less likely to cause damage and so that's probably a better option but if you have like really coarse thick hair or you're working in a salon obviously you guys probably know, if you work in a salon you already know this information but if you're something that you're going to use it you get a lot of use out of it and you have really thick hair then titanium is probably the better option um, a lot of salons use titanium from what I know just because it's a lot more durable and um, it's just a lot stronger like it heats up a lot faster and it's just it works I think it just works faster and better but like I said it's if you get titanium you could use titanium one if you don't have like really thick hair but you just have to be very careful because I think the heat just it 
heats up quicker, like I said, and I think it just works a lot better in general. But with that being said, there's like, both are great options. Yeah, um, we own both. We own both. And there's good brands with either option. So it just comes down to what your kind of like your hair type is and what your needs are. So for our favorites this week, we already shared a lot in the episode, but obviously to summarize, we shared all our favorite hair tools that we love our lash extensions and our lash lifts. So we'll be linking all the items that we talked about in the show notes. So if you want the link, you're going to grab the link to any of the hair tools we talked about. Feel free to check those notes out. And we would really, really appreciate if you guys could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and let us know also if you have any suggestions of what you want to hear. We love getting your feedback. Yes, we, we love getting new topic yeah. requests. Because, you know, we can keep finding ideas, but it's really nice when you guys suggest something because we know that's something that you definitely want to hear. And we try to keep it rel- relatable and relative to everyone our age. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. And stay tuned for more episodes. We have a fun one coming with all of our supplements. I mean, not fun is the wrong word. I guess I was, I like paused for a second. So I was like, it's not really the right word, but it's going to be informative. And we also have a have, dating one. Yeah. Coming. We have another one with Taylor coming up soon with about dating. So stay tuned for all those and we will talk to you soon.